This is your boy, Jabriffle the Hiffle, um, coming off the top. Uh, today we got, probably have the worst episode you ever heard. Gonna make absolutely no sense. I might be incoherent almost the entire, through throughout our entire proceedings here. But I'm gonna try something a little bit new for you, uh, for you, uh, listeners. Um... Uh, oh, first off, today we're sponsored by Root Beer, the flavor. No particular brand, just the flavor of Root Beer. And by Filibuster Injections, a new company that takes 10-hour recordings of in-court filibuster audio, compresses the file down into a uh, zip folder, which is basically impossible to open, but we uh, actually have a method of opening these zip folders and juicing them into a sweet nectar, which is then poured into into a syringe and injected directly into the lymph node to uh, help uh, counteract speech impediments. And this is called filibuster injections um please check them out at filibusterinjections.com and use code um casting pods casting pods casting pods so that's casting pods three times again that's casting pod code casting pods casting pods casting pods um and uh we get kickback from that so uh but today, I'm actually going to do what I call a freestyle session. And this is where I just make up a book name. And then I freestyle a chapter from this made-up book. So today's book is called... The Loneliest Potiphar Child... Freestyled by Jared Swanson. Was the year 1971. And young Jimnathy sat by his brother on the couch watching Saturday morning cartoons. He had a small line of pink dribble running down his chin from his lip packed full of big league chew, which his mother continuously told him not to swallow. Yet, after about 20 minutes of chewing the uh, this delicious bubblegum treat, he would inevitably swallow and would get lodged in his tummy, uh, never to be seen again. Even though his mother continuously warned him not to swallow, he always did. And yet nothing bad ever happened to him. So he would continue with this habit throughout the, the rest of his life. As young Jimnathy sat there 
watching morning cartoons. He glanced over at his brother, who he considered to be a dullard. His brother's name was Grifton. And, uh, Grifton was, uh, possibly on the spectrum. To, uh, to Jimnathy, Grifton was not amusing. His antics were not amusing to him. He might, as far as Jimnathy could tell, Grifton could take up residence in a corner with a, a permanent dunce hat attached atop his head, and he would be just fine with that. But much to Jimnathy's chagrin, Grifton was the family's favorite child, and he envied Grifton, so oh, how he, envy, how he envied Grifton. As he looked at Grifton's eyes glazed over as he watched the Jetsons on the TV, Timothy wished, Jimnathy wished that he could uh, dissolve into the TV himself and be part of the Jetsons' futuristic life. He often would wonder if he had a time machine. Would he visit the time of the Jetsons or the past time of the Flintstones? At the moment, Jimnathy only had about two dimes to his name. Definitely not enough to build a time machine, so these uh, feverish dreams were nothing more than dreams to him at the moment. But he vowed then and there, as he, as he watched the dog, Vasilian, lick the bottom of Grifton's rough, nasty foot as his glazed eyes watched the Jetsons perform their daily due diligence. And he thought to himself, In this moment, I will work harder than anyone has ever worked before. I will strive more than anyone has ever strived. And because of this work and this strive, I will prosper more than anyone has ever prospered. So, he uh, did daily chores week after week, earning up dime after dime after dime after dime. After dime, after dime, after dime, until he finally had a dollar. And he did this until he earned another dollar. And then he earned one more dollar, and in that he had three dollars. And he continued upon this path, and then he had four dollars, continuing until he had five dollars. He traded in his five dollars for, for a five dollar bill. And he continued upon that path until he had ten dollars, and that ten soon turned into fifteen, that fifteen to a twenty dollar bill, and he did this until he had enough, and he was then able to afford a lawnmower. After this, he went door to door, throughout the neighborhood, asking to mow people's lawns. Seventy-five cents a lawn, he'd say. They'd say, no, too high, too high, too high, no, too high. 75 cents a lawn, he'd say, no, too high, too high. He'd haggle them down to about 50 cents a lawn. He'd average about five lawns a day, 250 for a day's work. Not bad for a kid not much older than seven and a half years old. Uh, This kid was going places. Uh, But... One day as he uh, was mowing the lawn, 
after a nice rainfall had uh, landed upon their town, he uh, accidentally slipped upon the grass and he fell under that lawnmower. And folks, this lawnmower was not nice to Jimnathy. This lawnmower started at his toes, continued to his feet, climbed up to his shins. At this point, he was nothing more than an arms and a torso trying to crawl out from this lawnmower he had slipped under. Uh, the lawnmower eventually got tangled up in his ligaments and fleshy bits and died out. Uh, he was left bleeding there on the lawn until the homeowners came out and found him. They called the ambulance. Ambulance said this is uh, one of the worst accidents we'd ever seen. So they put him in and uh, they bandaged it up his little torso and body and they uh, took him to the ER and they did what they could. But they said, you know, the tale about how Humpty Dumpty couldn't put him back together again. And he said, yeah, I'm afraid I do know that tale. And they said, yeah. Well, if you know that tale, you already know what we're going to say. And he said, yeah, I do already know what you're going to say, but you might as well say it just so I can confirm. And they said, yeah, we will say it so that you could confirm. And I said, uh, we can't put your legs back together again. You're just going to have to live life uh, as a torso with arms and a head. And he said, okay, I guess I'll live life as a torso with arms and a head. Can I at least get a wheelchair? And they said, yeah, but we actually charge for that kind of thing. And uh, it'll be $75. Which crazy thing, that was the exact amount of money that he had earned. So he spent his $75 on a wheelchair. And two months later, after his torso nub was healed up, he rolled out of there on a brand new wheelchair. Um, and that was the sad tale of Jimnathy Potter. Thanks so much. Um, I hope you have folks have a wonderful day. Um, please come back soon. Thank you. Thank you.